Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, coming back on the Ohioan podcast, I got with me our movie reviewer, Bob Garver. And Bob, he got two movies for us to talk about. Um, we briefly kind of went into this last week, but let's kind of get a little bit more, um, take a deeper dive into it. Let's look at Monster Hunter. I'll be honest, I've been out of touch with some of the new movies this year. And when you first told me about Monster Hunter, I wasn't sure what you were referring to. So tell me more about this movie. Okay, uh, Monster Hunter is a movie uh, directed by uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, a man uh, mostly known for directing video game movies, and this is, I believe, another uh, video game movie, Monster Hunter. Uh, oh, yeah. It stars it stars his wife, uh, Mila Jovovich, oh. um, uh, probably best known for starring in the Resident Evil movies, uh, also mm-hmm. directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Okay. Uh, it um it's basically her just uh fighting monsters for an hour and a half and uh it sounds i i i make it sound more action packed than it is because because i make it sound like it's like non-stop action but the action gets boring pretty quickly because she isn't a very interesting character uh and neither is her co-star tony tony jaw which is surprising she's in some other good movies it just didn't sound like this was the best fit for her I'm sorry? I've heard the name before. She sounds like she's done some other good movies. So it didn't sound like this was the best fit for Jovovich? Mila Jovovich. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, I think, uh, Fifth Element is, is probably what she's best known for. But, and then after that, it's it's Resident Evil and other movies directed by her husband. Okay. All right. Um, it was interesting. You didn't sound too complimentary about the movie in the review, but it was number one in the country. Why was that? Uh, three weeks ago, it was number one in the country uh, because I just don't think there was much uh, competition. I think it took the place of the, uh, the Crudes in the top spot. Okay. So it was kind which of a... Had, which, had, which had dropped off since Thanksgiving, and uh, we hadn't yet hit uh, the weekend where, where Wonder Woman was number one. So it was number one thanks to a slow movie <laughs> season yes. with COVID, right? Okay. Okay. Yes, exactly. very, very interesting. So it didn't sound like you would recommend this, right? Uh, no. No, I do not. <laughs> okay. Um, there, there is a, uh, a character introduced in the third act. Okay. Uh, it's, the, uh, it's the cook on uh, the ship of the, the character played by Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman plays a... Uh, plays the leader of a group of monster hunters and it's the ship's cook. Mm, and th- this character is, is just a delight, uh, maybe like a minute of screen time, okay. but it still makes the most of every second of that minute. 
Yeah, you were saying the review, the scenes of this character got A, when the rest of the movie got D. So yes. maybe we need to find on YouTube. Maybe someone will upload that one minute and we'll enjoy that. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Should be good. So I, I guess if, if you're into fighting movies, I mean, I know there's a segment of the population out there that loves video game movies. Do you think they might find some interest in it when the rest of us won't? I I just highly doubt it. Even, <laughs> even if you like video game movies, even if you like fighting movies, this this movie it, it wants to be a good fighting movie, but it's not. And nobody ever quite uh, gets it right as far as a video game movie or a fighting movie. Yeah. So if you're saying even video game movie fans wouldn't like this, that's that's kind of <laughs> that should be kind of concerning if you want to check out Mantra. Right. Right. All right. Well, let's check out Greenland. That was the other one you were uh, – tell me yes. a little bit about that one. Well, Greenland was the uh, was the movie I reviewed on demand uh, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I should have I should have reviewed Monster Hunter that weekend. Um, but with my work schedule, I – excuse me. I couldn't um, – I, I couldn't get to the theater to see right. Monster Hunter. So I reviewed this on-demand movie called Greenland instead. And Greenland was actually – uh, quite good. It's it's definitely one of the better on-demand movies I've seen this year. Okay. Uh, in, in place of you know theatrical releases, but uh, it's a uh, it's an end of the world movie. Mm, okay. Uh, there's a I believe a meteor uh, heading to Earth, and uh, Gerard Butler has to get uh, his uh, his wife played by and I hope I'm pronouncing this actress's name right, uh, but uh, Morena. Bakarin, okay, uh, led by Miranda Bakarin and his uh, son, uh, to to Greenland to a shelter in Greenland. Uh, you know, before the before the meteor hits. Oh, okay. Blows up everybody. So Greenland's a place to go to be safe from this meteor. Then. Yeah, for for once, for the first time in the world, Greenland is the place to be. Well, I mean, unless they're trying to annex it, like you know, U.S. tried to do a while back, or at least rumored to. So, very good. How does this rank? You said it was pretty good. Um, is it similar to some other end of the world movies? Like, you know, there was a bunch that have come out recently. Uh, well, um, I I compared it to uh, Deep Impact and Armageddon, mm. the two comet or meteor movies from from nineteen ninety eight that. You know, kind of dueled with each other, and I thought it was a lot. I thought it was better than both of those. Okay, wow. Yeah, that even though it even though it went straight to on demand, it was better than both of those big theatrical blockbusters. That's pretty. That's pretty inspiring. I mean, was it a better story? Was there like a, a better love interest connection? Well, uh, yeah, uh, more more compelling characters actually. Wow, okay, and um, not uh, not a ton of. Um, you know, insults to science like there were in, in Armageddon. Right, right. But, you, had to, you had to suspend reality a little bit to enjoy Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but, um, no, I mean, maybe not all of the situations were realistic, but the emotions were definitely realistic. Very interesting. Um, yeah. Any big, you know, I think Armageddon, I think of the big Aerosmith song, any is it gonna be a soundtrack roll roll around by or? No, I I don't I don't recall any any um any song akin to the Aerosmith song in Greenland. I could be, okay. I could be wrong. I didn't uh, really watch the credits. Maybe they played right. something over the credits, but I didn't I didn't pick up on one. Very interesting. I have to check that out. I, I haven't heard much about Greenland. So uh, does it have? I mean, I don't want you to give away the ending, but is it pretty standard how those movies go? Or is there any surprises or anything else like that? 
It's pretty standard. A uh, few contrivances that that kept it from, you know, being a really great disaster movie, but um, for the most part, pretty pretty solid. Um, and it, um, I would have preferred that it get the uh, theatrical release that went to Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter could have gone straight to on demand and, and bombed where it should have, and Greenland should have gotten the relative box office success that that Monster Hunter got. How do they track the on-demand? Is there a way that, you know, obviously you can track the box office. Is there a way that you know how on-demand does? If there, if there is, I don't know about it. Okay. I know, I know, I I know that the Trolls movie um, from way back, and I think it was April, I know that it made a ton of money through on-demand, but I don't know how they, how how they went from, uh, how they calculate exactly how many orders it got. I've heard recently there's a lot of people since, you know, people aren't going to theaters as much as obviously they've had in the past that some people don't like how some, they're like, you can't watch this certain movie on your phone or on a small TV. It's meant for the theater. Did you get that feeling at all about Greenland or Monster Hunter in terms of, you know, I can't believe I'm watching this on a small you know, screen. I got to watch it on the big screens. Was there anything like that in watching this too particularly? I mean, other than the fact that, Greenland deserved big screen treatment. I mean, this this was just that was that was just correlated to um, how I felt about the films quality wise. But um, yeah, I, I guess Greenland belonged on the big screen because it was a good movie, um, and there were a few disaster set pieces, not a lot of them, not. Not as many as in Deep Impact or Armageddon, but a few disaster set pieces that, uh, yeah, I felt I felt could, might have worked better in a darkened theater than in my um, in my lighted bedroom. Yeah, uh, and then Monster Hunter just just had direct to um, on demand or, or DVD or whatever written all over it. So I had those. You'll watch it one day in USA a lot, USA Network or TNT or something. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Uh, next week, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was the uh, public domain movies. And I don't have the list yes. right in front of me, but just in general about public domain, why should we care? We could take a deeper dive into what, what's been released and does it matter or anything else like that. But for the general person that likes movies but doesn't really take deep dives into them, why does that matter? Why should we be interested when we hear these movies are in the public domain now? Because they're available for free, I believe. I mean, I don't, okay. I don't have the like you. I don't have the list in front of me, and I don't have right. the, you know but, but, what exactly what exactly that entails in front of me. Yeah. Um, I know that, uh, for example, um, I was reading an article on uh, Night of the Living Dead recently, uh, which is in the public domain. Domain, and um, the article was like, "Well, if you've never seen this movie, you know, here it is." You know, it's public domain. Yeah. Just just go watch it now, and then you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's really interesting because I think that term has kind of lost a little bit of its uh, understanding. Because even on like free, like YouTube, like there's movies that they offer for free, and I'm not sure if all of those are in the public domain. Like YouTube will offer, not like off a rip torrent site, um, and then like a Roku channel, which is free, you can download anywhere. There's a lot of movies available, but you know. Public domain is different. I mean, it's just movies that are free, can be used, can be music, can be used, and everything else. So yeah, there's a big difference there. So. I, 
I, I, I'm not, I'm not familiar with the difference. Okay. Well, well, I guess I'm saying it's kind of interesting that, um, I don't know. I've always been interested in the public domain, like even for a podcast, you know, I think about, you know, obviously there's a copyright on certain things that you can't show or you can't show clips of. And it just struck me as interesting, that public domain thing. So next week I'll, I'll get the list. We'll, we'll kind of go into it and see which moves are of interest or not. I, I just, the whole public domain thing kind of caught my attention on what it was. So very good. Well, what's next on your list? You know, we can talk about more next week, but what's kind of on your radar for what might be coming next at your review? Um, um, well, uh, on Friday is the release of The Marksman. Uh, okay. That's a movie with, with Liam Neeson. Um, oh. I hope to be able to get to that. I might not be able to get to that. Um, in which case, I'll just uh, pick another on-demand movie to review. Uh, I understand The War with Grandpa has recently come to on-demand, and I wasn't able to review that uh, when it had its theatrical run. So okay. I'll, I'll probably wind up doing that instead of The Marksman, and then The Marksman the week after that. Um, Liam Neeson, all kinds of great movies in his repertoire. Is there a lot of hype uh, regarding the Marksman? Not really, but it's a it's a rare new theatrical release, and yeah. you know we take what we can get. Yes, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Right. Is there talk about more movies coming out? I, I mean, I know we're still under COVID protocols, and you know we're hopefully this vaccine. I mean, I'm hearing probably even fall maybe when things might get back to normal and i said in quotes um is there big plans for when this finally gets over am i hearing rumblings of are we going to go crazy with new movies once this thing gets done well i would hope so um but i mean i i think it's just so far off that that nobody is really planning to to jump on it yet yeah i don't have any plans of of what exactly is going to be done the week that it that it occurs um you know i guess the i guess the big question is uh will uh will black widow uh be able to uh open in the slot that it says it can open on in in may which i'm kind of doubting it'll it'll hit that window yeah. but um i mean it's it's like the big re it's supposed to be like the big release of the year okay um maybe um and then maybe uh, no time to die the new james bond movie Oh, okay. Uh, I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, I, I mean, I really want to see that, but um, you know, it's all, it's all going to depend on on when. Actually, I think it's all going to depend on when New York is ready, because yeah, true. Um, studios don't want to release movies, you know, if they can't play in New York. Yeah. And 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 New York is um, notoriously pretty tight on its lockdown. Yeah, I, I have to go to New Jersey to see movies as it is. I kind of equate the whole thing to like pro sports. Like for so long, you know, pro sports were away. They came back and suddenly had like six different pro leagues going out one time. And I'm wondering if you might see that rush of movies, not just the new ones, but maybe movies that were released during the pandemic that would want a re-release in the theaters when people say, oh, wow, more people are coming back. Let me show you this movie that didn't get a wide distribution in the past. It, it could be a really crazy time. I don't really see that happening. I don't see something like, uh, you know, Greenland having having new life. Um, maybe something like, like Wonder Woman, but that, I mean, that's a, that's a huge release. So it's not, um, I, I don't see it, um, or that's like the only movie I can see maybe having a comeback. Um, do you think? 
do you think like even with like some of the Disney movies like Soul, you know, got pretty good reviews? Do you think they would ever release that in the theaters? I mean, obviously you can get it for a couple bucks a month with a Disney Plus subscription, but would there be an interest in saying I want to see that on a theater screen, not just on my TV? Maybe on a very very limited basis, but not, okay, not not full scale. Okay, I would. I mean, I would. I would love. I I haven't. I have deliberately gone without seeing Soul. Um, just on the off chance that it might be getting a theatrical release, but I don't one hundred percent see that happening. Well, I understand what you're saying. I mean, if it happens, it's a weekend. It's not. Hey, let's yeah. release it. And hopefully, it does well for weeks and weeks. So, very good. Well, Bob, thank you. I appreciate it. I always like hearing about movies. I know that it's kind of a slow time for movies now, but it's exciting to still see there's stuff for you to watch, and it's not all crap. I mean, there's some good stuff. There so is some good stuff. Yes, um, yes, uh, Greenland, um, okay. and um, if you can make it to theaters for uh, Promising Young Woman, oh, uh, okay, that's yes, that's uh, that's a pretty good movie. Um, Wonder Woman has its moments, so does News of the World. It it, it was funny. I uh, sports writers come on the show, and he, he reviews movies on his spare time. His main job for uh, it's a paper in Akron, Ohio, and it's funny because he was telling me that even though it's not a great theatrical promising movie, since LeBron James is from Akron, they're having to spend more time looking at Space Jam 2, which would be really interesting. <laughs> I, I don't expect it being an Academy Award winning movie, but when the star is from your hometown, I guess you have to pay attention. Sure. So. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Is that going to be on your list to check out when it comes out? If if there is, in fact, a Space Jam with, uh, with LeBron James, you can bet I will be Eager to see it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. From what I hear, it's going to be released on HBO Max. And, and part of it's probably because of COVID, but it's they're kind of bypassing the theatrical treatment, which, you know, sometimes when you say straight to DVD, it kind of scares you a little bit. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. Yeah, well, this is an era where we're straight to uh, on demand or straight to cable. Well, I mean, Wonder Woman had its uh, simultaneous release on right. HBO Max and in theaters. Um, for people who like maybe lived in New York and uh, right. and couldn't get to a theater, um, so so hopefully it'll have something like that. So I can go and support it on the big screen, but people won't be won't be denied its release. They can just catch it on HBO Max. Well, I think part of it too is they're trying to really pump up HBO Max. I mean, you know, content's king now. You know, if it's Netflix, HBO Max, or whatever, it should be good. So. All right. Well, yeah, let's talk about your next movie coming up. It'll be interesting to see if you're able to uh, see The Marksman or another movie. And uh, maybe in the future, too, uh, let's look at if there's anything uh, coming out on streaming that, you know, goes straight to streaming. Like, I'm thinking if there's any good Netflix movies or anything like that. So, yeah, we could touch on that in future weeks, okay? Very good. Thank you. Fantastic. Thanks, Bob. You have a great day. Hang out for a second, and uh, thank you for checking out The Ohio, everybody. Very good, and